Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With me from the Weekly Standard is Michael Warren. And Michael, as you know, there are people desperately seeking a third-party alternative. I don't want to name any names, but his initials are Bill Crystal, and he's about seven feet away from me right now. Uh, and the name of Mitt Romney keeps popping back up. And it is interesting that at this moment when so many uh, movement conservatives who were not exactly hardcore uh, Romney fans in the past, like yours truly, desperately want him he's a no-show what are your thoughts on this uh well so far he's a no-show uh i think that it, it is interesting an interesting dynamic uh that kind of shows you where the country is where the republican party is where conservatives are at this moment that they're turning to mitt romney i mean mitt romney in 2012 was the uh, establishment uh, former Massachusetts governor who brought us uh, the uh, you know precursor to Obamacare, and uh, and now he's uh, in the words of Jamie Weinstein at the Daily Caller, he might be conservatism's last best hope. Um, but I think that that really kind of underscores uh, two things: one, how um, how precarious. Uh, the conservative project, the conservative movement is uh, with Donald Trump as the leader of the ostensibly conservative uh, major party. Uh, and and second, I think it does speak a little bit to, uh, for whatever Romney's flaws uh, were as a presidential candidate, whatever they are as uh, somebody who could possibly be a third time presidential candidate as an independent, um, his, his strengths uh, of character. And I think that uh, certainly many conservatives who were resistant to Romney back in uh, 2012 are, are reevaluating because of uh, the alternatives, uh, not just in Donald Trump and the, and the concerns that many conservatives have about his character, but also, of course, in, in Hillary Clinton, the Democrat, that, you know, this third party would be running not only against Donald Trump, but against Hillary Clinton. And, and there's this question about character and, and values um, that I think uh, in many ways, the fantasy of a Mitt Romney third party uh, candidacy would uh, would kind of uh, answer those questions. Where where are the good people uh, in this election? And so I think that's where you're seeing a lot of this. The question is, does Mitt Romney see himself as uh, as the guy to uh, to take on this uh, very, at least at the beginning, very thankless task? Well, there's a bigger picture about the task that needs to be done and the thus far the unwillingness of anyone to step up and do it. And I want to get that in a second, Michael, but I want to go back to Mitt Romney specifically because as the guy who, while living in Massachusetts as a talk show host, ran the Anyone But Mitt website in 2012 <laughs> because my argument was simple. The guy who founded Obamacare is not going to be able to run an effective challenge to President Obama in 2012. Uh, I, you know, I, I can't let his shortcomings as a conservative representative go by. He ran to the left of Ted Kennedy when he ran for the Senate the first time, had some sort of epiphany that's never been fully explained on the life issue, even though he's a Mormon and just has never he's never been the guy that you would say conservative principles and Mitt Romney in the same sentence. And it's interesting because we bring up the issue of character. I don't think anyone meant it as kind of like he was slick or slippery. I think they meant it as he was essentially disinterested, that he, you know, he wanted to be a pragmatic businessman at the helm, kind of what people project onto Donald Trump at the moment, just with more character. Uh, absolutely, I agree. In fact, I think in, in many ways Donald Trump is kind of uh, – the caricature of what Mitt Romney was supposed to be. Uh, he is sort of the more extreme version of Mitt Romney, the successful businessman, much more successful in terms of uh, dollars than than Mitt Romney, and uh, and you know sort of the 
even though he doesn't get into specifics, the sort of ultimate technocrat that that Romney kind of promised to be in 2012. Um, but I think sort of it, it, your concerns about Romney as a uh, as sort of a vessel for conservatism, I think, are valid and are still valid, and and would, but it would also sort of be beyond the point of a. Mitt Romney exactly. presidential candidacy. Again, I, I hate to keep hitting this note, but the question isn't really about Romney as a conservative. It's about Romney as a good person and a, mm-hmm. a person who could um, who could maintain uh, uh, the high level of character that uh, we always hope for and strive for uh, in the presidents that we elect. And, and, and I think that if you're a conservative – if you're somebody, you don't even have to be a, a rock-ribbed, Rush Limbaugh-listening conservative, um, but somebody who cares about uh, the country, cares about national security, cares about um, uh, the sort of uh, constitutional order that uh, that we've had for the last 200-plus years in this country, um, you do look at those two choices of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and think this really is um, uh, calls for somebody who, who uh, views – the presidency as something more than simply a, a way to achieve power. Um, and I think Mitt Romney, for all of his flaws, uh, does come from a, a background and a viewpoint that views uh, public service as that, as a service. Uh, and, and, uh, and of course, if you're Mitt Romney, you don't need to be president. Um, you, you, he seems to want to be president uh, if we judge his past presidential campaigns, but he really doesn't need it at, at this point. The country kind of needs somebody to step up, uh, and I think that's the argument being made, not just to Mitt Romney, uh, to others, Ben Sass and, and and some of these others who are are on the fence or have said, you know, no, I'm not not too interested right now. I think that's it's the urgency of of the matter and and, and the the need for not a not a you know down the line conservative or any anybody who fits any ideological uh, checklist, but somebody who's uh, just fit morally for office. I would even go farther. I mean, I don't think the people who are flailing around looking for another option care very much at all about the person's previous politics other than, you know, within the kind of standard realm of Republican slash conservative views. What's missing, in fact, the only, in my opinion, this is where I really want to hear your answer to, I think the only reason we don't have a third-party candidate so far is one missing element, which is courage. It's going to take a lot of guts to stand up, particularly as polls show Trump is allegedly competitive with Hillary at the moment. He's consolidated about 80 percent of the Republican Party. A lot of people are looking at uh, people like me and saying, you know, you're just sour grapes, kooks. You know, when you stand up to fight that you're just going to, you know, get incoming fire from two sides. And yet the core values need to be protected. Is there nobody, Michael Warren, with the personal courage to stand up and say, I'm going to be the Don Quixote of this mission because the mission in and of itself must be executed for the long-term good of what I believe in and of my country? I mean, that's, that is the big question, isn't it, uh, Michael? But do you agree I mean, that it's a courage issue? In other y- words, yes. it's not a pragmatic issue. You could raise enough money to make it work. The press would be instantaneous, blah, blah, blah. It's just a question of could you get up every morning and ride that, uh, you know, white water political <laughs> uh, tidal wave th- between now and, and uh, November? 
I, I totally agree. It, it is a question of courage. And um, I mean, and, and to be honest, you know, I'm sitting here in my office uh, in, in Washington, my glorious office here at the Weekly Standard, uh, and it sounds so much easier, right? I'll just exactly. go go do it. But it does it does take some courage. And, and I can say those of us here at the Standard who uh, have been resistant to Donald Trump and, and, and others in conservative media and others, I mean, there's a lot of pressure to get on board with the Republican Party. He's the nominee. He's all these things. Um, there's a lot of professional pressure. There's um, pressure coming from a lot of different places. And it really is in these moments, and I'm not uh, likening uh, you know, my decision to be resistant to Trump to what uh, somebody like Mitt Romney would have to do to, uh, uh, to run for president. Right. Uh, but it does take I think uh, a willingness to um, uh, really dig down uh, deep, and it's difficult. It's not easy uh, for somebody like like Mitt Romney, like Ben Sass. I mean, Ben Sass talks about his family and needing to raise his kids. I mean, this is this is something that um, that I don't think uh, we've a ever seen before, uh, and and b. Uh, there's really ever uh, kind of a template for what to do. And so it really does kind of take a leap of faith from that person. Uh, it does take an element of, of courage and uh, it's, it remains to be seen whether we're actually going to see that. Uh, um, but things like these latest polls that show very unpopular ratings for both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump that show the possibility that a third party candidate could, um, uh, could get into the double digits, um, that has to be encouraging and uh, and provide courage for somebody like Romney or or, or anybody else who thinks, uh, well, you know, I can do this, but is it really going to be a, a suicide mission here? Um, the the truth is is that it doesn't have to be, uh, and uh, it, there's a very good possibility it wouldn't be. And uh, with polls showing that well more than fifty percent of Americans would like to see someone else in the race, which by the way I don't put too much. Uh, you know, uh, credibility or too much weight, I should say, on polls like that. Because everyone always says, oh, sure, why not? Someone else, you know. But I, I think, I could be wrong, that this is different. That people aren't just saying, yeah, there ought to be someone else in the race. I think they're saying, oh, please, please, someone else in this race. I wonder, my final question for you, Michael Warren, is win, lose, or draw, if somebody stood up, ran an effective campaign representing these ideas made it clear that that's why they were running that it what they weren't trying to take over parties or you know get themselves elected president for the sake of grandiosity or opportunism but really because they think these ideas need defense do you think that you know four years from now they would be rewarded for that or do you think four years from now be more likely that they would be punished they were they fractured the anti-hillary coalition and will never forgive you for the fact that she is elected president in 2016 uh, that is, uh, that, that is, again, I think another question that, uh, these folks are, are trying to weigh because you do have the possibility that say Mitt Romney gets in the race and, uh, it does look like Donald Trump, uh, you know, is gaining possibly on Hillary, maybe even ahead. Uh, and then it ends up splitting the coalition and Hillary wins with a plurality and, and everybody goes and, and blames, uh, blames Mitt Romney and the people, those of us who encouraged a third party run. Um, but <laughs> I mean, the, the problem, I think, with that thinking is it is it presupposes that um, that uh, we know exactly where things are going to go in six months. Uh, you know that 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 would that would be the way that everything turns out. That coalitions are basically the same as they've been for the last uh, four or five presidential elections. I mean, 
there's a there's a real possibility here of a complete shakeup where you've got you know sort of dogs and cats lying together and and people who <laughs> voted for Barack Obama and voted for George W. Bush are both voting for the same presidential candidate this time around uh, and um, and so I, I think uh, everything has changed and and I think that that is something that uh, an idea that gets thrown around a lot uh, but I I think this time it really it really uh, is true. Um, the entire way that we view politics and the alignment of coalitions and uh, the way that political parties are constituted, it's changed. It's and it's changing right now as we're as we're speaking. And so, in four years, uh, you know, if Donald Trump is elected president, but uh, and and nobody stepped up, and and we have disaster that those of us who are resistant to Trump uh, believe it will be, uh, then then maybe people will be asking, why didn't Mitt Romney run? What you know. Where were you when Donald Trump was uh, about to be elected president? And there are going to be a lot of people, I think, uh, who uh, won't be able to answer uh, anything, um, anything good or positive. And that's, that's what I think people like Mitt Romney, uh, those are the questions they need to be ask, asking themselves. Is this sort of the time uh, that, that to, to really step up and, and, and take on the impossible task because it's the right thing to do? And I've learned doing these podcasts, Michael Warren, that once someone throws in a Ghostbusters reference, it's time to wrap things up. So thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast today. We appreciate it. Thanks. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.